Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Spidey Goes Hollywood. Here we go, Bry Guy. Hollywood. Hollywood. Where every Spider-Man is Peter Parker and there's two Hulks for some reason. Original lyrics. Yeah. Little, yeah. little known fact. Nice. Nice. Oh, God. <laughs> and there's two hulks for some reason. And there's two hulks for some reason. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I love I love that we're talking about Spider-Man and we're talking about Spider-Man going to Hollywood. Two mm-hmm. of my favorite things mm-hmm. in, in one in one night, Jason. Right, right. Now, how, how many? I know you've been you've been out to uh, Los Angeles. You've been to the the City of Angels, and yes, uh, neither of us have neither of us have ever lived there. But I think Never. we I think we both know a number of folks who do and have had the opportunity mm-hmm. to visit and and sort of yes. do the touristy crap and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there. I've only been there once, and that was. In our UW Oshkosh days with the National Broadcasters Association. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. out there in 2001, I think. Oh, okay. It, well, that's that's a couple of decades but, ago. But yeah, we did mm-hmm. the Hollywood sign. We went to oh, a taping sure. of. We did the taping of the Prices Right. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Very, yeah. very popular Midwestern thing to do. Go to see the Prices Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, and, and we did this, you know, when it was still Bob Barker. So that oh, was like, God, yeah, you know, a pilgrimage, and that was mm-hmm. a whole day event. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a place I could visit again, but I don't know if I'd want to live there. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think I would yeah. be into that. The one of the that might thi- be why the two of us aren't working in radio, which is what we went to school for. <laughs> I think we just pinned it down, folks. <laughs> one of the things uh, that I, I most distinctly remember from my first visit there was uh, you know walking down uh Hollywood Boulevard down the you know the, doing the like uh the walk of fame there or whatever yeah the stars the, yeah yeah uh, there was a, a man uh walking down the street in um uh nothing but purple hot pants oh okay mhm okay mhm and mm. just casually you know just moving moving along with the crowd just you know was, going places and he, was a, and, he was a civilian like not like a touristy get your picture yeah, with me no guy. no no he was just no, a he wasn't by the elmo and the spider-man mm, 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 just regular regular guy regular guy was it a warm was it a warm day in los angeles i mean it was march you know so right. it was but it was it, warm but enough not that warm warm not enough warm. yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, that's uh that's why they call it Holly Weird, Jason. There's weird stuff, right? And uh, yeah, this sure. is a As we weird, this episode. weird episode. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, we were talking off the air, and, and the premise is strange. The execution is strange. But what separates it from some of the really bad episodes that we've watched that we've called strange is that this was, a, to me, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Yeah. I agree with you. I this this episode is. I think it fits into the Saturday morning motif. If I say this episode is cuckoo for cocoa puffs, I mean <laughs> yes. it's yes, it's yeah. it's really really just just bonkers. Um, yeah, but what they, they threw everything at the wall basically. <laughs> but what they did here is that it's it becomes evident to a avid viewer such as you or me or all of our myriad listeners, mm-hmm. they are they are also not taking this episode seriously at all. It is right. it's just they're like they're like, I'll tell you what, we got loads of great spidey jokes. We want to do some fun sight gags. You know, it's just it, it's just fun and funny and bizarre. Yeah. And it's just uh it it's I, I compared in my in my head as I'm watching this 
to like Arsenic and Aunt May from the last series, which right. we did not have favorable things to say about at all, because right. that really seemed like it was taking itself seriously. Right, and it was mean, and it was mean spirited. This <laughs> mm-hmm. this didn't have seriousness really at all, and certainly not any not anything vindictive or mean. Yeah, this was yeah. just a lot of fun, and in fact, yeah. quite the opposite. We the whole you know crux of the reason why the super friends, the spider friends, go to Hollywood is to bail out Aunt May. Right, not mm-hmm. not to not to haunt her with the ghost of her dead husband. <laughs> right. right, quite the opposite end yeah. of the spectrum there. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> So, yeah, I think just to, you know, to to say that up front, that like we we can't really talk about this episode the way we do most of these where we, you know, we kind of dissect the villain's plan and we look at, you know, kind of how feasible some of the other elements are and and try to piece that together and say, was this successful or was this just if you look if you use those those measuring posts, this is a disaster and it wasn't successful in any of those ways. It was right. completely successful in a ridiculous way. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Once the more, this is one of those episodes where the more you think about it, the more it falls apart. Because we have a scene that takes up probably five minutes of a 20-minute episode where our, our heroes are sitting on a bus. <laughs> and, and, and I'm thinking, why not thwip? Why not fly? You're in New York. Go to Hollywood. It's a day trip for you. Why are you taking a bus? I mean, the these bus, are the kind of things that we shouldn't think about terrific. too much. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Yeah, it really that was a lot of fun. And you know that you're in for a fun trip when your main character in the first three minutes is um, Sam or Stan. Not quite sure. Uh-huh. But that <laughs> right. of his first name. But we know his last name is Blockbuster. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Later, later to have a very successful nationwide chain of video, chain stores. Of video stores. Yeah. Right. From uh, the from the uh, Blockbuster family. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> like the Kardashians or right. the Hiltons, the, the blockbusters. The blockbusters. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness gracious! No, so that it's funny you bring up our our big Hollywood producer, uh, who is who's yeah essential to this story because you know what what happens is Sam Blockbuster mm-hmm. is producing a Spider-Man motion picture. Uh, there's yes. a lot of problems with it. He's gone through five Spider-Mans in a week, and uh, he just can't catch a break. And he sends everybody home for the day. And he and he finds out, oh, it was Mysterio who was sabotaging his picture all along. Because mm-hmm. and and on brand for Mysterio to be in the Hollywood episode. Mysterio's backstory is, of course, Hollywood special effects guy who goes bad and has uh, has lots of run-ins with Spider-Man. So it's good to have Mysterio in this episode, but Mysterio's been sabotaging the picture because he wants to get the real, the real Spider-Man, Spider-Man to be in it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that he can basically humiliate him and, of course, eventually, the, the most dastardly awful thing you can say in this series, destroy Spider-Man in the end. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Infer from that what you will... Right. It could be murder. It could be, you know, a good kick in the shins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But destroy <laughs> in there. Yeah. He, he's destroyed. Yeah. Exactly. And so w- when Mysterio comes to Sam Blockbuster with this plan and ostensibly forces him into it, we get uh, Mr. Blockbuster then canvassing New York looking for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he, and they put up some posters that it w- that say... You know, I can make I, you a star. Spider-Man, yeah, I can make you a star. Stan Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I mm-hmm. didn't imagine this. You didn't imagine they, this. They were saying Sam, but it was written as Stan. Correct, correct. Okay. 
And okay. I can't take credit for this, even though it's like, mm, I should have thought of that. But my lovely wife, who didn't watch this with me, just, you know, I told her, I, I basically gave her the synopsis before I, I we, we went to tape here. And she said, oh, well, it was probably supposed to be Stan, like Stan Lee. Right, right. And they screwed up in the, in the uh you know when the, when the they when they took yeah when they took the uh the the script in to do the the voice recording they messed it up and they said sam instead and i said yeah. that makes sense actually yeah stan, yeah. stan makes more sense than sam mm-hmm. i would agree mm-hmm. yeah and it, stan, and stan the man blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> it made it did make me laugh though in that scene where their angel and bobby are reading the poster yep and and she she's like reading it aloud word for word and she's like Spider-Man, I can make you a star, a star. call Sam Blockbuster. <laughs> so close. She was so close. Almost added. One word off. One word off. Because <laughs> it was probably easier to just let it go than have to reanimate it or oh, even yeah, re-record sure. the audio. Yeah, you know, I guess yeah. that would have been too much work. And uh-huh, they're thinking, uh-huh. hey, it's a kid's show. They can't read. <laughs> they're, yeah, they, don't worry about it. No big right. deal. No big deal. Right. So we get Mysterio gets wants him to get Spider-Man out there. This is, I think, where Angel and Bobby really, they want Spider-Man to be in this, right? And they, they yeah. desperately want him to go to Hollywood. Why do they want they him want, to go, Brian? Because they want to go with him and they want to meet their crushes, right? Yeah. Basically, that's it. Yeah. They want to meet, they want to meet Lance Macho <laughs> and what is it? Honey 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 Dove. Dove. Yeah. And there and if, if you get if you get an opportunity, folks, if you've not watched this episode, do yourself a favor, go back and at the five minute mark, see it how Angelica and Bobby motion for those two people they right, want to meet. Right. Lance Macho is a bicep curl uh-huh. um done by Angelica and yeah. Honey Dove is an hourglass figure drawn in the air by Bobby. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and, right. and and my wife saw that scene and and from the kitchen and she said yeah, that's problematic. <laughs> and I said, you're not wrong. But you're I rewound and watched it about four times because yeah. it made me laugh yeah. so hard. Oh, it is. It's hilarious. And, you know, like that was one of the it, it was even earlier than that, that I decided, OK, this thing is just this is just a very silly episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just roll with it. But that was one of those points where I was like, yeah, this is just a this is like catering hardcore to the target audience for this uh for this series because they're like the way they react it's like it's just like how a six-year-old would to the idea of going to hollywood right right? like right i want to go to hollywood because right there at the airport will be our our favorite stars and we'll meet lance macho and honey dove yeah exactly right and that's how hollywood works there's just celebrities walking everywhere and yeah and they're waiting for you when you get off the plane like you're here (laughs) welcome to my town welcome to my town i finally get to meet you I'm so glad you made it. Oh, right. God. Right. Yeah. But but Spidey doesn't want to go at first. Right. Um, mm-hmm. um, but then he finds out that something that I think we probably figured out seven episodes ago. <laughs> right. Aunt May's, Aunt May's in dire straits <laughs> because she's living with these three freeloader teenagers. <laughs> right. And she must not be getting Social Security or it just goes to her groceries. I, I don't know. I, none, I, of, yeah. none of these none of these three deadbeats, to my knowledge, have bringing in any sort of income. It, I haven't seen any of them go to work except for, you know, uh, pocket change to uh, get Aunt May a plane ticket, you know, <laughs> at, at, as a as a gopher. 
Right. Um, oh, so that's that, right. Yeah, that's 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 all the mm. work I've seen any of them do. Yeah. Right. At least so, in Spidey 81, uh, Peter was working at the Bugle, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to kind of put that together that, wait a minute, I know there's no J. Jonah Jameson. There's no Betty Brandt. Mm-hmm. There is no there's not really even a Daily Bugle as far as like we might have seen a truck once in a while. But yeah. That's yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so he doesn't want to go because he doesn't want to be famous. But then he finds out that Aunt May owes some amount of money that we know ends right. in 38 cents. It ends in 38 which, cents, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is is a joke that they they run into the ground in this. I mean, they, they take a sledgehammer and they pound that joke into I mean, I think I, if you would do a drinking game for the 38 cents, Jason... You'd, you'd, you wouldn't be able to watch a, this episode twice. You'd be a little, you'd be a little tipsy for sure. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, oh yeah. man, no. And it's funny because yeah, it, it's great. So he, she's, you know, uh, Peter is like, well, Aunt May, how much do you need? It's and thirty eight cents. And he's cents. like, he's like, well, that's not that bad, you know. And uh, and it must not be that bad because when they when they propose this to Sam Blockbuster, he's like, is that all you want? <laughs> he's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, Oh wait, yeah, no, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's reasonable. Yeah, uh-huh, and he, uh-huh. he gets it down to the penny, right? And I don't know. I mean, I'm not working in the industry. Been a while since I've even had aspirations of that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure when you sign a deal to be in a movie, you don't get down to the penny as far as what you're going to get paid for the movie. Like you'd mm-hmm. round it up mm-hmm. or down. I would think but, so. You know, you, ordinarily, so, I think they deal in whole dollars. Yeah. Here, here's my problem. Well, I don't want to say problem. Here's something that I noticed. <laughs> and, and in the interest of being funny, because this is a funny episode, yeah, I thought, yeah. so Spider-Man is, is, is ignoring fame. Uh-huh. That gets him to Hollywood. Yeah. He's not ignoring wealth. He's going to Hollywood for wealth. So mm-hmm. he's not living mm-hmm. up to the 60s theme song. Uh, fame he's ignored, but wealth, eh, he's listening to it. <laughs> he's, he's listening to wealth. <laughs> he's entertaining the thought of wealth. Let's. <laughs> but okay, but let's just, let's run with that a little bit further. He's he's only asking specifically for the amount of money that Aunt May needs, and and it True. sounds like what she needed to pay the bills that month. You know, right. did, it's it's not like he he went out there going, Aunt May, how much do we need to pay off the house? Because she's she's got a mortgage. She I think she says it's right. a mortgage. Yeah, Aunt May, what? How much more is left on that mortgage? Let's see if we can let's see if we can get that. This is 1981. You know, it right. can't be it. It, it can't be can't six be more than figures, you know. No, no, absolutely not. It's maybe twenty five thousand dollars or something like that, right? It's not, yeah. it's not much. No, and the resale value is going to be through the roof because she oh. converted the whole West Wing to the spider <laughs> to the spider friends, complete right. with spider cave. <laughs> oh gosh, it's a, it's a flipped house, and it's going to be a good investment in the long run, I think. But yeah, you're right. You're right, though, Jason. She. He, Spider-Man could have said, okay, you owe 25000 I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm going to ask for $3 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But he's like, <laughs> right. nope, down to the penny. Down to the penny. Not even enough and to get me home. And the $0.38. Cents. Yeah. <laughs> and the $0.38. Cents. Not even enough to get me home and have a few meals while I'm there. No. <laughs> Just the exact amount that oh, Aunt May needs. Oh, God. They, yeah. you know, the, and, and of course, uh, they, you know, the, the spider friends are, are anxious to help him uh, along with this. And... They right after they talk to Aunt May, they they run into the alley and they have a go for it moment there where they're like, all right, you know, we're going to we're going to go for it. it, Get over to Sam Blockbuster's office. I I noticed just randomly in that scene because they're standing there and then the the two guys rush down the alley and and Angelica uh, stands right there and she does her move into turn into Firestar. What happens to her purse when she turns into Firestar? Because she had a she had a bag. She was carrying a bag. Turns into Firestar, disappears. Right. Do you, where and do you think it goes? Where's her her I've keys? Never, 
her I never her wallet. I never thought of this. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there there are moments in Spider Man lore, be it the movies, the T V show, even the video game that I've been playing, mm-hmm. where like he he puts his Peter Parker clothes in a backpack and then like sticks uh-huh. the backpack to a wall with sure, his web. Sure. It's Spidey eighty one, they did that he did that a lot. That was actually exactly. that was a that was a major uh, uh, conflict in some episodes. What happened to my clothes? Right, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but Angelica's not wearing. And also, what happens to the clothes that she was wearing when right. she becomes Firestar? Do they just become fire? Yeah. <laughs> and that that would explain why she can't help with the rent. Because that's right. going she's through a lot of cash. Of her, mm-hmm. Right, and she's probably burning her purse full of money <laughs> every time there's trouble in New York. Oh. I never thought of this, Jason, yeah. but you're right. You're yeah. on to something here. I, I don't know to answer your question. Maybe mm-hmm. this, again, another good question for Sean McKeever. Might have been explored in some of the things <laughs> that he's written. The, the Firestar Purse episode. <laughs> they head over to Sam Blockbusters, and there's uh, there's the uh, obligatory uh, room full of Spider-Men that are just lined up waiting to, you know. Right, a cattle call kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Complete with a midget and... <laughs> very obese spider-man yes and yes. honestly like n- nothing again i'm not trying to be ableist or anything like that here don't get this wrong but mm-hmm. if if you're if you're a very overweight man dressed up as spider-man do you really think you're gonna get the part <laughs> like let's be honest <laughs> i think that's fair i think that's a, a fair question i did I mean, like good for trying but. I, I did like how iceman and firestar cleared out the room I thought that was funny because because at first Sam Blockbuster is like, yeah, get in the line with the rest of these jamokes. Uh, and <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, Spidey, we'll take care of this. And they they basically just they they pepper them with little with little ice darts and uh, and and steam showers and mm-hmm. and clear out the room. Uh, which one way to get rid of the funny. competition. Right. Right. Yep. Right. They end up getting uh, Sam Blockbuster is like, well, uh, OK, I'll get you the tickets to, to get to Hollywood tomorrow. They end up on a bus. And they even say, a bus ticket. Wah, they even wah, say that. <laughs> right, right. But whatever you do, commit to that bus. Don't, That's right. Don't think of other ways that you have to transport yourself. Mm-hmm. Just get mm-hmm. on the bus. <laughs> the This was the first moment in this episode where, even on the first viewing, I literally laughed out loud. Okay. Did you Did you notice... They go to this interior shot of the bus, and it's from the it's from the vantage of the front of the bus, mm-hmm. over all the passengers, and Spider Man and Iceman and Firestar are all sitting in the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. Iceman's sitting on one side, Firestar's sitting on the other side, and then Spidey's in the back. He's hanging from the top of the bus, actually. And right, right, doing something with his web. You sent me a screen cap of this, and it's, yeah, I'm think I'm thinking this needs to be the background on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Everyone. And and you you know you gotta you you have to have a keen eye for this if you if you you know not paying close attention but everyone on the same side of the bus with Iceman is bundled up in coats and hats and gloves and they're freezing. <laughs> everyone yep. on Firestar's side of the bus is in like swimwear and they're yeah. sweating their asses off. Yeah, they're they're all using like a piece of paper to fan off themselves. <laughs> and I was like. See, that's funny. Now I see that's what they're doing touch. with this episode. You know, that's this a good is, touch. Yeah, yeah, just wackiness. Yeah, and I will, I will say, I only watched this episode once, and I did not catch that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just thought, what the f is Spider-Man doing? That's all <laughs> right. I was thinking. <laughs> 
hanging upside like he's that bored because this is a long bus ride yeah from yeah. new york to california you can't get much more bi-coastal than that no, no um so he's you know and this is before game boys or kindles or smartphones or even on i an ipod so he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's doing like you said like a jacob's ladder right on with his uh yeah with something his spider web mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah. more fun upside down. I I suppose I suppose maybe a little bit more challenging. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He probably mastered it sitting up. He's like, let's try this this upside down. <laughs> let's go the other way. We <laughs> yeah. This is a point at which we get an appearance from the Hulk. We kind of glossed over it at the front end of things because oh, sure. one the way that Mysterio in the in the very first scene says that he's going to destroy Spider Man. The last scene of his uh, of his movie is going to include Mysterio's robot Hulk. Mm-hmm. And the robot yep. Hulk destroys Sam Blockbuster's car. There's a, that scene is actually pretty funny too. He, cr- he just crumples it like a, yeah. like a piece of paper. Yeah, but it's but it's fake Hulk. It's robot Hulk that yep. Mysterio yep. has. Yep. Well, on their way to uh, Hollywood, uh, somewhere in the desert, the military has cordoned off large swaths of the highway because the actual Incredible Hulk has been seen in the area. And we get our first we get our first sighting of the Hulk here, um, going up against those soldiers. I loved every time Hulk was talking. I <laughs> yeah, they nailed it. They really nailed it. Yeah, they, they did it. They did a nice job with uh, the way Hulk would uh, talk. I think yeah. the other thing is like I can remember you know back when we would have watched this as kids, and I loved the Incredible Hulk TV show. Uh, which of course Lou Ferrigno doesn't talk as the Hulk in that he's just right. he just grunts and you know uh, screams yeah roars and and things of that nature yeah. but yeah Hulk Hulk saying things it, I think for that reason because my initial contact with the Hulk was speechless um, yeah. it always <laughs> makes me laugh when Hulk talk and say Hulk things. <laughs> Right, Hulk. Hulk no use verbs. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's very like Tarzan and, and Frankenstein's monster, like the like the Phil Hartman mm-hmm. Kevin Nealon sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. But yeah, I loved it too, and I liked how Bruce Banner was animated too. Actually, and I could probably like make a compilation, Jason, and just watch it all day, like a YouTube video where it's just the Hulk turning in back to Bruce Banner and Bruce Banner to Hulk. I could watch that all day. Yeah, like that's sure. That's, as the kids say, my jam. Mm-hmm. So I loved it when Hulk said, like, he saw a tree and he's like, nice tree, Hulk, sit here and rest, <laughs> right? Something right. like that. <laughs> tree, pretty Hulk, rest here. <laughs> and then he slowly becomes Bruce Banner. Yeah. 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 So so he's he can't speak, but he, he is not beyond the intelligence level to notice the subtle beauty of a tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Isn't that it nice? Is. One who, of the- who doesn't notice a nice tree, you know? And and in my notes and in my in my brain and throughout the rest of this, we're gonna we're gonna refer to you know uh, Bruce Banner, you know who is uh, of course the one who turns into the Hulk. I sure. I noticed though, on my second viewing, they never name him in this in this episode. They oh, don't. They never say Bruce they, Banner. They, they or do Dr. not Banner. say Bruce Banner. They don't. They don't say Jack. Do they say- uh, John Doe, whatever they they say nothing. David Banner for nope. some reason. No, no, no. they say <laughs> nothing. They just are like it's like the, it's like the Ewok never actually said. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I did not notice that. I think my brain just made the connection, and then I just thought, oh, it's Bruce Banner. Right. Right. And, totally and, makes and sense. Didn't, didn't Hulk have his own animated series around the same time? Jason, yeah. Haven't we yeah. talked about that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is probably a true crossover it isn't just like a guest star mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. marvel universe or but an actual or like crossover. a uh what do they call it these days a backdoor pilot 
<laughs> before the Hulk? Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah. yeah. People were like, if you want to know this guy's name, you're going to have to green light his whole show. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just going to get Hulk. <laughs> we but just got to dangle the carrot. <laughs> after he turns back into, uh, he de-Hulks, turns back into Bruce, mm-hmm. uh, he ends up on that bus uh, with the... Uh, spider friends yep. and he's and he's riding back there and they're like he's like uh, superheroes what do you what he's this is another funny joke what are you guys selling and spidey <laughs> says comic books <laughs> yeah what else what right. else <laughs> girl scout cookies i don't think oh, so oh god but anyway he's he's quickly offered a job on the set of the movie by uh spider-man right takes him up on that I'm assuming because he's running from town to town like Bruce Banner does, right? Right, right, yeah. He's a, he's a drifter in this universe, mm-hmm. too, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yep. I would think so. You know, they, they takes him up on that. The Sam Blockbuster's like, yeah, you can uh, push a broom or whatever. There's a, a, a moment here where they all arrive. They're meeting uh, Sam Blockbuster. And I, another thing I noticed here, the, in this wackadoo episode, it's the first <laughs> time that... The villain, Mysterio in this case, watching the heroes do everything on a closed circuit TV actually completely makes sense because they're on a movie set. Mysterio's yeah. on the same set in his underground right. lair. Like, yep. mm, yeah, it it is actually completely plausible that he would have cameras everywhere. Yeah. In, in fact, he probably he needs to watch the dailies, right? Right. <laughs> because right. it's his movie. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, exactly. it makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, but also that uh, I, uh, something that I thought was kind of funny is, you know, he he's watching the whole crew arrive there and he's very glad to see Spider-Man. They get they get through a scene of the movie and Firestar ends up having to save Spider-Man from the mechanical mutant ape arm. Right. Just an arm. Just an just arm. An arm. Right. Yep. Yep. Being controlled by Mysterio. And and after that scene. Mysterio sucks Sam Blockbuster down another trap door and is like, hey, where did these other superheroes come from? And I'm like, right, I told Myster- you to get one. Mysterio, they were on the picture with of the in the closed circuit TV that you were watching two minutes ago. Right. right All three of them were like, right there. Yeah, but, but finally whatever. he's like, now I have to say something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they were just coming to watch, that's one thing. Right, but if they want to be in this movie, mm. I don't think so. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I only yeah. have an extra 38 cents. I don't have the budget for two more for two more heroes. I what did you think of that um the way that Sam Blockbuster directs movies too cuz I I thought that was also very much like how a 6-year-old would direct a movie like like right. all right there's a big big monkey after you just pretend to be fighting it. <laughs> Yeah, action here. here right, we're gonna we're gonna bring a monkey paw into frame, and you pretend to punch it, and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, right, exactly. He, like he it's, pro- it's exactly he, what a kid would think you do at a movie. Right, he's he's directing a movie like no one who has ever really even seen a movie, <laughs> much less directed one. <laughs> Someone who knows the concept of movies. Right. He, right. I mean, he's watched a couple earlier this week. You know, right. like for yep. for sure, he's probably seen one or two. Yeah. Right. And halfway through the second, I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I got it. <laughs> I get how this whole thing works. It, it didn't help that it was Kramer versus Kramer in terms of endearment. <laughs> I know how movies work. <laughs> it's just 
That's awesome. It's but yeah, you're right. It was like what, what a six-year-old would think. A six-year-old thinks you fly to Hollywood or take a bus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Celebrities are there waiting for you, and you make a movie just by like pretending. Right, you're right. basically filming you pretending. Right. That's how you make right. a movie. That's how you make a movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that how you did it when you were a kid? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Very rapidly, like even after that, uh, so that first scene in Mysterio, like I said, he has kind of dresses down Sam Blockbuster and is like, mm-hmm. all right, well, we're, we're going to have to get this Spider-Man, you know. Okay. Bruce Banner notices Sam Blockbuster popping up out of that trap door really fast. He's like, that's not normal. That's not regular. Um <laughs> They they do did they do another I'm trying to remember if they yeah they did the they did the shark scene with the boat yep that was that was uh, that wasn't that interesting uh, actually because <laughs> uh, it was just a mechanical shark Iceman saves Spider Man from that little accident of course by freezing the tank of water and the and the robot shark yep water's I, involved he's got this yep but I did notice the stars that were swirling over Spider-Man's head after he pops out of the robot shark, which made me laugh because I was yeah, like, like a Bugs Bunny, like kind a of Bugs thing. Bunny yeah. cartoon. Yeah, right, right. And doesn't at this point Bruce Banner warn everybody of this trap door situation and they ignore him a little later, a little later. That's later. Does. OK, yeah. OK, OK. This. Right. But this is where Mysterio having overheard Firestar and Iceman talking about how Man, we've been here for a whole day. We haven't met Lance Macho and Honey Dove yet. He's. <laughs> and we're on a What else are we supposed to do here? Mysterio's like, I got this. What did you? Yep. Th- what did you think of Mysterio's creepy robot factory? Okay. Yeah, I want to talk about this. We need to. We need to unpack this a little bit. It was. It was very close to the fembots that Doctor Doom had in yes. Spidey eighty one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and and it's. This is one of those things where the more you think about it, the kind of more disturbing it is. There's just like a universal robot mold uh-huh. that he just puts a skin sack over, right, <laughs> right, and a head. Mm-hmm. And somehow every human being, non android is convinced that it's this person that it's supposed <laughs> right, to look like. Right. The, the voice is there. The mannerisms are there. I'm assuming they feel and smell uh-huh. and interact like a human being would, but yeah. it's literally just a metal shell with skin thrown over it. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and did you notice like that console that were, that he was operating when he was, he's like, he's like, mm, I'm going to create these. He, he pushes, he pushes a button and there's like a there's like a blast of steam and skin appears over the uh, robotic skeleton. Yep. And he and they and they cut to his his display and it's and it just says in big red letters flesh. And then he pushes yeah. another one and the it flesh says button. Yeah. Attire. <laughs> and attire. Then, right. And then boom, clothes go on. And the it's all robot. there. Yeah. And, and they were pulls, on. Like... But he pulls the heads out of like a different crate on the other side of the room and he's like okay slap the heads on Ah, male head female head and then a wig and we're done yeah but and 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 the robots are laying on what looked like the um the sort of bed like from age of ultron the avengers movie yeah vision was in like they're like and then there's like steam and a hiss involved in it frankenstein meets dr evil meets i guess ultron yeah but yeah the flesh button was oh what is this guy doing when the camera's not rolling on him (laughs) What else does that flush button do, sir? <laughs> oh God! But then yeah. Mysterio sends the um, sends the robots up uh, with uh, Sam Blockbuster, and that's mm-hmm. when Bruce Banner definitely 
he, okay. he definitely knows, but he hasn't told anybody yet. He, but he, it's like that second time he sees people coming up through a trap door, he's like, "This, there's definitely this something fishy." Normal. Yeah, right. And, and much like every disaster movie and 2020, the scientists get ignored, mm-hmm. much to the main character's demise. I put that in the notes. Like every disaster movie starts with ignoring the scientist. It always, yeah, always. But but I did like that Bruce Banner's maybe a little bit underused in this episode because I don't know what he's a scientist of, like what his area of expertise <laughs> on. But I don't think it's trapdoors. <laughs> like <laughs> no, this might be no. part of the pun. This might be a little bit beneath him. <laughs> Sorry, that was a dad joke. <laughs> I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Oh, thank you. Um, there is. So. <laughs> I had to write down the dialogue of the robots. Um, oh, please. On on yeah. the second screening because the the robots are introduced to Iceman and Firestar. You know, as Lance Macho and Honey Dove, mm-hmm. basically immediately. Mm-hmm. And they're the Firestar and Iceman. Obviously, we know that they're smitten with these uh, with these people. So, mm-hmm. oh my God, they can't believe they're meeting them. Well, Lance Macho Robot says to Firestar, <laughs> "You're much more beautiful than I expected, Firestar. Let's mm-hmm. get to know each other very well." <laughs> yeah, a very long pause, so that it can mean a lot of things, but. Still polite, still gentlemanly. Let's get to know, <laughs> know each other each very, very well. well. Right, right. And and what as friends, that? no, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Know. Like, let's talk about our politics. Let's. <laughs> and and honey, yep. honey dove yes. says to Iceman, even better. Let's take a walk, Mister Cool, and talk <laughs> about the private scenes we'll play together. Much more suggestive. Much right. more. Much more, more deliberate. Well, in in the defense of the writers, Bobby's a little bit slower than Angelica. He needs <laughs> he needs a little bit more of a clear signal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know about you, Jason. I've never met any of my real celebrity crushes, mm-hmm. and and I'm a, I'm a you know I'm a cool guy. I get it. People love Brian. I get it. But I I'm not disillusioned enough to think that if I met you know Natalie Portman, she'd be like. Hey, big boy, let's talk about our private scenes together. I'd be like, nah, something's going on. You might be a robot. Something's weird. <laughs> right, right. And I'm, I mean, these these people mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. superheroes for a living. Yeah. For yeah. lack of a better word. You think they would be able to kind of catch when someone's lying to them. But they're just so happy, they're, so enamored yeah, they're, that they just go along with it blindly. The, the Lance Macho robot takes Firestar into the Arctic room. <laughs> yes. The, in the... On Which the, every on movie the, set has, right? Yeah, yeah. Just a room, <laughs> a room where you can get it down to like you know, twenty degrees below zero or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. it gets very very cold in there, and it, yeah. that that's something we're gonna uh, obviously continue to see for many more episodes. It's like yin and yang, fire and ice. Every time Fire Star's in trouble, it's because she's really cold. Every time Ice yep. Man's in trouble, it's because he's way too hot. He's really, really hot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I also feel like we're going to see a lot of, we need a way to defeat our hero, so we're going to create something that doesn't exist, like an Arctic room on a movie set. <laughs> right. Like, I don't, that's not outside of the realm of possibility for these writers, Jason. <laughs> you know, the Arctic room. <laughs> I did like that uh, that they that they didn't you know they didn't mess around with these robots very long. It was like they meet. Okay, immediately we're taking uh, Firestar into the freezing room. Mm-hmm. She finds out right away it's a robot. And and similar with Iceman, they're just they're walking around. It looked like they were walking around like backstage at my high school auditorium or something <laughs> yes, like that. Yeah, like it, right. it was not a movie set. It was very nonspecific, but just very yeah. also very amateurish looking. But Iceman was suspicious right away. He was like, hmm, 
you don't you're not really affected by how cold my arm is and then he's like let's see what happens when i do this yeah and he, he's <laughs> blasting her face right this, this, this might be a... why he's single this is not how to impress someone on a first date jason <laughs> but this is what the robot says brian oh i forget go this is she's she's you know she's like arms up and she's just uh, getting getting nailed with the with the ice blast and she goes mmm mm, feels yummy <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> I totally <laughs> I totally forgot about that oh my god I don't know what that means either like is it yummy. like an is it like an S&M thing is it like a keep it coming kind of, oh my <laughs> feels yummy so these 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 android skin machines <laughs> like cold I guess. and it's it doesn't feel good it feels yummy feels yummy <laughs> oh boy oh my god right oh my god yeah right. that's that's something that is a thing Oh, so but but she tricks uh, she tricks Iceman into going into a room with a bunch of heat lamps through use of a Firestar hologram, and then we cut back to uh, Spiderman who has he he's been in the midst of playing a game of tag with alien monsters on the movie set. They had like some kind of ray guns that you know were like real or whatever. That that was also not a very good uh, scheme for Mysterio. I don't I didn't think because. Ray guns in this show are never threatening, right? But but there particularly is. here, it was just you can it, mince, you yeah. can make mince me out of them pretty quick, yeah. But he gets done with that, and that is where Bruce Banner finally comes up to him, and he's like, "Hey, Spider Man, there's something weird going on around here, and uh, yeah, yeah, you need to you need to pay attention here, yeah, right." And both, uh, well, well, Sam, I think it was Sam Blockbuster who's like, "Hey, quit talking to my star, get out of here, you know, you uh, deadbeat, blah blah blah." And this upsets Bruce Banner such that he has to hulk out. And yep. I was like, yep. nice, we're to see, nice to see the Hulk. This is right around 20 minutes or so, right? Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was the final battle coming now because, yeah. well, I don't want to give anything away, but Hulk really plays a big part in the final battle. But, mm-hmm. yeah, did you think that him getting that upset to become the Hulk over being asked to leave a movie set was a little bit overproportioned or was that just me? <laughs> I think, I think Bruce was also nervous for Spider-Man's safety. That's, that's what I think. Okay. I think okay, it, so there's a lot of emotions. I think there were a lot of emotions, a lot of anxiety about what was, what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it I'll, wasn't I'll, just like, it I'll, wasn't just, Oh, that, that guy told me not to trespass. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> And and another great Hulk line here. Uh, he hulks out, and Hulk goes, "Why Hulk in funny place?" <laughs> Do you think he says that every time he becomes the Hulk? Like he doesn't remember where Bruce Banner was. Right. Right. Like is Hulk his own identity, completely separate from Bruce Banner? I think and so. He lives in this world where he just uh, mm-hmm. wakes up and falls asleep, and every time he wakes up, he's in a new place. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure oh. that's how it works. At so least he probably, at this point, yeah. So much like the spider friends go for it, this could be Hulk's catchphrase. <laughs> Why, Why Hulk, Hulk in, in fun- funny place? Funny place. <laughs> Every place he goes to is funny. Oh. Wait a minute. I fell asleep by a tree. I woke up on a movie set. That's kind of a funny place. <laughs> <laughs> so the last scene of the movie is um, with Mysterio's fake uh, robot Hulk. Yes. Right? 
Yep. Spider-Man's not doing well against the the robot Hulk. Um, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. They, he's he he tops onto a building. He's like, oh, I forgot these are fake buildings, and the Hulk just like crushes it. Or the I'm sorry, the fake Hulk crushes it, and he's swinging and missing at him, and nothing's going well. And then all of a sudden, Brian, two Hulks. Two Hulks. Mm-hmm. We get two Hulks this episode. So maybe he only has to, you know, he doesn't make any other appearances the rest of the series because he's in this one twice. But I, I loved watching Robot Hulk fight real Hulk. That mm-hmm. was like the mm-hmm. highlight of this episode for me. How about you? Oh, yes. Yes. Loved it. Loved when Hulk said that they're only one Hulk, real Hulk, destroy or do something to fake Hulk. You know, it was. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. He, he, he laid out his MO. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he diagrammed his play perfectly. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> A scene that I really like the fight to a draw initially you know they're they're punching they're swinging they're they're smashing oh I think that's what he said real Hulk smash fake Hulk <laughs> yeah I was gonna say you might be giving too many words <laughs> <laughs> too many verbs but he he lit when he was literally smashing fake Hulk and like pounding it such that the gears and and metal was were just spraying out of yeah out of the robot sparks and everything yeah it was terrific yeah right and 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 now are we to believe that the the frame sorry i keep going back to this the skeleton of the robot hulk is the same skeleton you would use for lance macho (laughs) i think so it's just so that's just a lot of extra skin (laughs) skin molded to look like muscles well then this should be a quick fight just loose hanging skin on a on a five foot eight, hundred and eighty pound frame. That's <laughs> oh god, that's mm-hmm. great. Uh, in the mean, in the meantime, Iceman and Firestar uh, solved their problems. Oh, I think because when when Bruce hulked out, he kind of inadvertently rescued Firestar by basically knocking the door of the Arctic room in, and then she kind of thawed out right. and she was okay. But they just but, in time, right? But they get <clears throat> back to uh, help Spidey. Hulk has like destroyed the set and everything, and and then there's like a a, a a a crevasse opens up in the ground, and because Mysterio's under there, you know he's probably, um, you know the uh, been digging holes. There was that moment. Uh, do you remember this where Mysterio Mysterio's like, ah, oh, you beat my fake Hulk, but there's still one more adversary you have to contend with. There are like these floating. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Like weird monster spectral images, spectral yeah. yeah faces that come out of the ground. Really, really trippy. But like, I I was like, do you really think Spider Man's gonna buy that? <laughs> like, where... yeah, right, right. After all of this, this is what he thinks mm-hmm. is gonna mm-hmm. be He's the like, best. like, oh, but... you're right. You got me, Mysterio. No. Yeah, yeah. I no. deserve that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, I really liked the way that that was animated. I thought it was mm-hmm. like almost mm-hmm. Doctor Strangeish. Yeah, like yeah. the, the trippy mm-hmm. aspect of it. And I was like. So Mysterio could have been doing this the whole time, and he's using robots. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Like, do the, just, just do just that just hologram do that. thing. <laughs> right, right, because it kind of it's a little bit scarier, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think he was he got it. He got the robot maker for Christmas, and he just really wanted to use it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he had all this extra flesh laying around. <laughs> Gonna go bad by April. Let's just get it up on the get it up on the skeletons. <laughs> Whoever's in charge of Mysterio is like, you know, we got you this really nice robot, rice robot maker. You never use it. Can you? Okay, fine. Next time I'll fight with Spider-Man, I'll use my robot maker. Oh, that's terrific. Oh, boy. 
Spidey has a good line when he finally uh, takes care of Mysterio. He, uh, with, and the the reason I bring it up is because for, for me it again punctuated sort of just the the spirit of this whole episode when he yeah. says, "For a guy who wears a fishbowl on his head, you sure cause a lot of trouble." That does not make that is a non sequitur sentence if I've ever heard one. So is that implying that most people that wear fishbowls on their head are pretty tame, like I don't, I don't very know. agreeable? <laughs> They're usually, you know, the, the upper crust of society, but you, sir, <laughs> you're nor normal fishbowl man. You're not a regular fishbowl guy. <laughs> you're right. That if I had to summarize this episode in one sentence, the tone of the episode, it would probably be that sentence. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh boy, <laughs> but uh, you know that that's kind of our our the climax of the episode. There is there's a little thing at the end where I, I noted Spidey, you know, uh, has to do the right thing. He's like, hmm, Sam, you were you were in cahoots with Mysterio. I have to turn you over to the cops. And Sam Blockbuster's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like I had that coming. He's, yeah. he's like, yep, yep, totally. But but it. not before he has a very very well animated temper tantrum where he yes. just kind of. Did you see this? I know you watched it twice. He just basically kind of moves his legs and arms in a, I don't know, like a Richard Simmons kind of motion. <laughs> because much like in a in an homage to the other series that had the stuntman in it, where they where they they were like, oh, all the tape got ruined. In you remember in the stuntman episode? Yes. In this yes, one, yes. in this one, they get to the end and he's and uh, Sam Blockbuster is like, oh, I got this all on film. It's great. And he's like. Oh, the cameraman leans over. He's like, Sam, I forgot to tell you, we ran out of film. Oh, and that's what gives him the temper that, tantrum. That's what, that's what, where he throws the tantrum. But yeah. You probably didn't even realize up until that point that you need film to make a, a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes into the camera. Right. <laughs> goes into the camera. You open up the side, the movie comes out. Yeah, here it is on, on ready. It's done. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> On regular movie paper, you know. <laughs> yeah, that you send to the theaters. Come on, anyone knows this. I've seen a movie and a half. I know how this works. <laughs> oh, terrific. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a crazy balls episode, Jason. It was very fun, mm -hmm. but very mm -hmm. strange. I, uh, I, yeah. I had a lot of fun talking about it, but yeah. I, I was laughing a lot at the episode, and I didn't know if it was laughing at or laughing with the episode what uh -huh. is your verdict on that i think, think was... i think we were laughing with i, I okay you yeah. think the tongue was in the cheek all I the writers think, i think they must have been yeah, yeah. okay it was yeah. just it was it was too far off the rails for and and the, right. like the jokes were just coming so fast right. in this right. one. you know right I, I yeah i really feel like other times the comedy has been like unintended or there just wasn't very much of it this right, one like one good line in an episode or something right. yeah this one they just they were it, it's like they got they got all their giggles out with this episode yeah you know right mm -hmm. there might have been some illegal substances happening I, in the writer's room i don't begrudge them that at all <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, if this is what they're doing for a living and they're grown, they're grown adults in the 80s, what mm -hmm. else are you going to do? Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you got to give it a rating uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the day here, Brian. What's uh, what's your radioactive spider rating? I'm, I'm breaking form a little bit today. Uh -huh. I'm going to give it two and a half spiders and 38 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so fair. I, that's okay, a, that's so I guess rating. that's, you know, three uh -huh. spiders. I don't know what the, the current value of sense to radioactive spiders is but i'm thinking that's around three spiders i 
I, I'll tell you what, I was going to give this, uh, like when it, when we came, sat down to start recording, I was going to give this three radioactive spiders. I had so much fun laughing with you talking about this episode. I'm going to bump that up. Three and a half radioactive spiders. And it 38 was, cents. It's... <laughs> And thirty-eight cents. It's a it's delightful fun just to just for just for having good spidey times. And they and there's that there there's I mean oh man there's that scene they do at the end on the Hollywood sign too with like the with like ice oh yeah and fireworks they do like a fire display like da da like they and they, I think they even like break the fourth wall and look right at the camera yeah at yeah that point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> right so how serious could this episode really be when that's how it ends totally unserious in every right. way and it and it was it was a lot of fun so it just was go and, and watch it and enjoy it please do i know that a friend of the show brian said that he listens to our episodes first and then he decides if he's going to go back and watch the mm-hmm. spidey episode mm-hmm. so for some reason he decided to watch sunfire after we <laughs> talked about it so not quite sure the logic inside but that's fine but i really hope that brian and the whole family sit and watch this episode because mm-hmm. there's there's something for everyone in there there really it's, is it's a, it's a lot of fun yeah well, enjoy it, and uh, I, again, yeah. enjoyed talking about it with you. It's always f- a good time, and and uh, uh, this in particular. So, until uh, next time, when I believe we will be undertaking the vengeance of Loki, yes, uh, have have some more uh, fun Marvely guest stars on that one. So, looking forward to that too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, good stuff, buddy. Talk next week. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook. You can reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.